BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Hashtag RealPod. It's another Tuesday in your busy week, and I am coming to you live through your probably cellular device, but I'm um, excited for today's episode. I'm going to be kind of just sitting here alone talking to myself, something I do a lot, (laughs) but um, hopefully something I talk about today and kind of sharing this story about why I don't edit my Instagram pictures anymore can... I don't know, just help you learn a little bit more about me and also maybe inspire you or help you in some way. If you are someone that edits your Instagram pictures, I actually was going to title this episode, Why You Shouldn't Edit Your Instagram Pictures. And then I was like, that's kind of aggressive. And if I had seen a podcast titled that when I edited my pictures, I would literally never want to click on it (laughs) because I'd be like, um, I don't know. I would feel so attacked, right? I feel like personally attacked. So I wrote that down and I was like, I cannot title it that. So I crossed out the you and the should. And I was like, how about why I don't edit my Instagram pictures anymore? And I'll just tell that story. And hopefully, you know, a good message can be translated through that. The way I'm going to do this episode is start by telling you about my background with Instagram, like how obsessed I was with it, give you some stories, and then I'm going to tell you how that kind of all switched for me mentally and what I learned since then. So if we just kind of get started, I want to just kind of tell you like how obsessed I used to be with Instagram. It was absurd. I edited my pictures all the time. I had Facetune, I had Afterlight, I had all those apps to just kind of like tweak, perfect, filter. Um, I just cared so much about being pretty and being hot from a guy's perspective and having a good Instagram feed where other girls thought I was pretty. Like it just, I don't know. I cared so much about being like one of the prettiest girls and like, I don't know. I, I looks was so important to me. And I also would see Instagram pictures of other girls who I thought were so beautiful and I wanted to be as beautiful as them or look as good as them or get as many likes as them. And it just kind of was like everything I thought about to the point where it was like affecting my regular enjoyment of life. Have you ever been to a party or gone to a dance or something and you literally cannot be happy until you get an Instagram picture. 
I was talking to someone about this the other day who was saying, yeah, I totally agree. Like this girl had went to Disneyland and said I needed an Instagram from Disneyland or like I couldn't even enjoy Disneyland. And I've totally been there. Like that was every event for me. If I went and my, I would literally think about like wearing an outfit that would look cute for Instagram with like the balloons or with like the background or make sure You know, I was color coordinated with Max or something because I would just think so far ahead of like this picture needs to be perfect. And then I would go to the event and all I could think about is like taking these pictures. And and if I didn't get the picture I wanted or if I didn't look as good in the picture as I thought I was going to look, I was like visibly upset. Like I was not enjoying the party. I was frustrated that I didn't get the Instagram. And like my whole night was like ruined from my point of view because I couldn't post about it on social media and be happy about that post. So it consumed a lot of my thoughts and a lot of my like energy at at usually anything I'd went to. Um, I wrote down two stories to kind of tell you guys about my absurdity and fully detail it. So the first story I'm going to tell you is I wrote down Mexico or no, 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 not that story. That'll, that'll come later. I wrote down raft story, a oh, raft story. So if you guys listen to my BFF podcast with Aubrey Gavello, uh, shout out, you know that, um, Aubrey and I have been through everything together and your best friend kind of sees you at your most absurd, self-centered worst times. And they just kind of support you through it. And then like, that's fine. Like we all have to be there for our friends when we're crazy. And Aubrey was there for me. And so one day Aubrey and I were hanging out by my pool in high school and I saw on Instagram, this picture, we were hanging out by the pool. We were like laying in bed, waking up from a sleepover. And I saw on Instagram, a picture of this girl I thought was so pretty. And she was laying on a raft in a pool. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need like a picture like this. I want a picture just like this. And so I was like, Aubrey, let's go to the pool today and take a picture like this. But then I realized, you know, I don't have a raft. I don't have anything to float on that will look cute in the picture. So Aubrey and I spent, okay, I didn't even, it was like, it wasn't like our whole day dedicated to this. So we, so we realized we don't have the raft. This is like our mission of the day is get Victoria this Instagram picture. We drive to Big Five um, on El Camino, shout out Menlo Park, and we get a raft and I'm looking for like a cute color, like what's going to look cute in the water? And I, I found this clear orange one. And I bought this raft. Then we get in the car and we drive home and we get back and I'm picking out a bikini that I think is going to look cute with the raft and the coloring of the water. Like, guys, this is literally so ridiculous that I did all this. And then we go outside and we set it up and we, I blow up the raft and we take this picture and Aubrey's standing on, on side the pool and I'm in the pool like, does this look good? How does this look? She takes this picture of me. You can scroll down on my feed and find it. I'm in an orange raft in a blue pool and a white bathing suit. And by the way, that's totally edited. I edited my stomach to look skinnier and I edited abs and I changed myself to look really tan. So whole thing's edited. And just the fact that we spent a whole day taking this picture and then I posted it with some caption that was super chill, like, like pool day. Or I think I said something about like not having to study. I don't even know, but yeah. Absurd story number one. Absurd story number two, I almost put our life, my mom's life in danger. We were in New York and I really wanted a picture in front of a graffiti wall. I thought it was going to be so cool. Like I'll just be standing in front of a graffiti wall and no joke, I knew my caption was already going to be no faith in Brooklyn because I really wanted to do like a Brooklyn, New York picture with that 
with that caption from that song. Oh, who sings it? I don't know, but it's like, uh, no faith in Brooklyn, we could take a walk someday. Um, I hope you guys know that song, but that's a throwback. So I'm like, mom, we need graffiti. I look up and this is like, we're in New York. We could be doing anything else on vacation together. I Googled graffiti artists in New York, best graffiti walls. And I find this amazing artist that apparently does graffiti in Brooklyn. And my mom and I are, my mom, like her, bless her sweet soul. Once again, like I'm crazy guys. Like I'm like, I need this picture, mom. Like I I just really like, I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say mean, but I'm definitely very emotionally tied to getting a good picture. And if I don't get a good picture, I'm going to be very upset. And I'm really stressed about not having a picture. And a lot of this was stemming from not actually feeling secure in how I actually looked. Like I had been gaining weight from volleyball. I just didn't feel the prettiest, like, and getting a picture that looked good made me feel like however I actually was feeling about myself was going to go away. So I just really valued getting this picture to convince everyone else who followed me that like I looked good and I liked myself, even though I really didn't. And obviously at the time I wasn't self-aware enough to understand what I was doing. So my mom is like, okay, so we go to the subway and we're trying um, to map like how we're going to get to these graffiti walls. And my mom and I are super directionally challenged. Like we have no idea how to get anywhere. I mean, we, we just don't, my mom is better than me, but I don't, I literally refer to the SpongeBob quote, Moss always points to civilization because that's how little I know about directions anywhere. So my mom and I get on the subway and we're trying to like navigate this and we get off, I think at like the wrong place. And then we get on another subway and then my mom starts freaking out and she's like, we've been traveling for like 45 minutes. We have no idea where we're going. We're going to have to get off the subway and walk to find this wall. And so we get off and we're in like, not a great neighborhood. We're in definitely a, I don't know, a neighborhood where like you want to make sure, I don't know, you don't set your purse on a counter and look away. Like we weren't in a great neighborhood. And so my mom is now like, kind of worried like how are we gonna get home and so we go to the street and we get in oh no at this point we get in a taxi and we're like let's taxi to the place where the graffiti is and because my mom's like that's just gonna be easier because we don't we can't figure it out in the subway so we start taxiing there we start driving into this place where the graffiti wall is and the graffiti wall is gorgeous but it was like the rest of the place around it, like wasn't, you know, wasn't as nice. It wasn't a great neighborhood. And so we've never been there before. So we're not familiar with like, just we're not familiar with it. And so we finally get to this wall and it's been like, I'm not kidding you, an hour of travel. My mom just feels so unsafe. And we see this wall And my mom's like, we are not letting this taxi leave. Like, if this taxi leaves us, we're not going to be able to get... There were no taxis in the area that we were in. So she's like, we're not going to get... How are we going to get out of here? Like, it's already getting dark. Like, we have a dinner to go to. Like, we've wasted the whole day getting me this picture. So I'm now frustrated. I'm like, mom, like, I just want this picture, blah, 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 blah. So I get out of the car. Like, she's like, okay. So she tells the taxi, she's like, you need to wait here for, like, five minutes. She was like, five minutes. I'm taking these pictures for five minutes. Like, she was had it with me at this point. And so I'm like, fine. I'm like, that's fine. All I need. I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, just click the button a million times. And I'm just going to, like, try different poses. So I get out by this wall. My mom's clicking the button, blah, 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 blah. We get back in the car. And now we're taxing, like, two hours back to the city in traffic from a place that we've, like, literally never been in is so far from where we were staying. So I did all of that 
to get this picture that I edited to make my legs look thinner. It's also on Instagram. And I captioned it, no faith in Brooklyn. And like I tagged Brooklyn, New York City, as if I'm having some amazing time in Brooklyn. And now everyone's kept uh, commenting, so cute, blah, 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 have fun in New York, I'll bring the best time. And I'm like, oh, I'm having the best time. Like, it's so fun. When really this day was not fun at all. I was not having a good time. I upset my mom. I took for granted the day we had in New York. And I could not see any of that. I was just now happy that I got the picture. Um, it's not, it's like not even a good picture. It's so stupid looking back on this. But anyways, I share these stories. Like one time I got ready and all dressed up and I went outside on a dock at a lake house. I took a picture. I came inside, took off my clothes, posted it, um, and pretended I was doing something cool that night. And I wasn't. So I just tell you these stories to just exemplify like how much I really cared about Instagram. So I'm living this life for quite a while. And it obviously got so much worse at USC because, the girls there are so gorgeous and everyone's so pretty and skinny and blonde and whatever. And so I wanted to be like them. And now it's just, it's only getting worse at USC. That New York trip was my sophomore year at USC. Anyways, the main way that things changed, like I made this transition from being that Instagram obsessed girl to suddenly not caring and not editing and being like hashtag real post to save you, and I, this is the Mexico story, but I wrote Mexico story, and then in parentheses I said light rendition because this story, I have I share this during my body image talks when I speak at schools, and so I don't want to share it now because you know then there's there's no fun in having me come to your campus. But the short story is basically I did something similar in Mexico. I went through all of these thing, all of these. What, what how do you say? It? I went through. What do you say? Like I went through all of these. Whatever I went through a lot to get this great picture and my brothers were watching this whole thing go down because you know obviously your brothers or your siblings are always there watching you like as you're so absurd and they know they know how you are behind the scenes but no one else does they just see your pretty instagram picture and think you're great but your brothers know how absurd you are so my older brother specifically knew of this and as I get this picture and I'm editing it and I'm getting ready to post it, my brother literally asks me, why are you posting that? And at first I thought he was kidding, but then I realized he was actually wanting to have a conversation with me. And so as we start kind of talking about it, I sort of realized like, I'm doing this solely because I want likes and comments. And then I started to think about like, you know, he asked me, why do you want likes and comments? And he asked me this seriously why do you want likes and comments? And I realized it was because the likes and the comments made me feel good about myself. Likes and comments made me feel good about myself. And as I, it it like hit me over the side of my head, that realization. And you would think like I would know from how absurd I was being, but I really didn't comprehend how much of my self-worth and validation I was putting on people liking and commenting on my pictures. And uh, on this day, in this conversation, I just fully realized it. And the first thing I understood was I don't want to be someone that needs others to validate me feeling good about myself and me liking myself. I've always been a go-getter. I've been ambitious. I've been driven. I've been someone that like, I like to say I make, I make things happen. 
So for me to think that there's this huge aspect of my life that I'm letting others make happen or I'm letting others open the gate for and approve for me was something I didn't, I didn't want to be doing. So that was kind of the big switch for me was I realized I don't want other people being the reason I like the way I look or I feel good about myself or I think I'm enough. So I ended up kind of posting that picture that I had. Yeah, so I posted this picture anyways, and I just don't feel the same about it. Like I look at it on my feed and I feel like a phony. I feel like fake. I feel like, I don't know, weak or like not in control of my own person. And I just felt differently about this post. And it started to make me think about all these times and the raft story in Brooklyn and all these other Instagrams and the dog and the... And I just kind of like had this switch flip in my mind of I don't want to post pictures that I feel like I want other people to like. Like I want to post pictures that I like. So that's where like hashtag real posts started. And the next day I posted a no filter picture of my sweet Yaya's face. I'm Greek. Shout out to any Greeks out there. And I hashtagged it. uh, I captioned it hashtag real post. So that was the big first realization I had that made me kind of switch everything. And then I started thinking more and I started realizing a lot more things about editing my Instagram pictures and caring so much about Instagram. And the next thing I realized was every time I posted a picture portraying this perfect life and this perfect body, I was probably contributing to another girl now feeling like, oh, look at Victoria's post or Victoria looks so great and happy. I have to have a post like that. And now that girl has her own story of her Brooklyn or her own Mexico, whatever. And she's going to these extremes to post a picture or she's not posting a picture because she feels like she doesn't look as good. And now I am someone that is causing the same distress and self-loathing upon another girl. So I started to realize like, It's a domino effect. It's a fake feed. I'm seeing this fake picture of some Kardashian or some model from Victoria's Secret who's edited her picture or gotten her liposuction or whatnot, and now I'm going to my extremes and I'm contributing to a fake feed, and now someone else is seeing that on the fake feed and posting their fake picture to the fake feed, and like it's just this domino effect of girl after girl posting this fake picture that's edited and not actually a true representation of their reality. So that really hit me too, because I didn't want to cause someone the distress I was feeling. The other thing I realized was every time you see a picture of yourself and then you go and you edit it, Every time you edit a picture of yourself and you make your teeth whiter and you make your waist smaller and you make whatever, whatever, you are subconsciously telling yourself that you need to be better than what you are right now. Like you could be better. This is not good enough. You're, you're, that's what you're saying. You're saying you are not good enough the way you are. So we need to fix you. Can you believe you are telling yourself that? I used to tell myself that in every picture. I saw every picture and I said, I am not good enough. I have to be skinnier. I have to be tanner. I have to be pretty. I have to be taller. I have to be this. And I would make myself what I thought I had to be. And obviously you're not actively saying that to yourself out loud, but the action is so powerful of the editing of the picture that I was, I was ingraining in myself that I wasn't good enough with every post. And that is powerful. That is 
affecting your mindset and your approach to who you are and your appearance. And I mean, I did that for so many months, years. I did that for like three years. I mean, that's stuff that's hard to reverse and it makes the self-love journey even harder. But I mean, I just say it to kind of bring it to your attention. And the other thing that was so much better in my life when I stopped editing Instagram pictures was I was no longer so obsessed with the posts. I could actually enjoy the dinner. I could enjoy talking to the girls at the the party with me. I could enjoy putting on a costume or an outfit that made me feel good, not one that would look the best with my feed. And I was able to just live my life a little bit more freely. You feel like this big relief of stress, like we're all so stressed. We have to have great grades. We have to do this. We have to be on our team. We have to be starting. We have to be pretty. We have to be a good, like an aesthetic Instagram feed. Like, oh my God, that is something that you don't need to have. And so when you take that weight off your own shoulders and you like say, you know what? I'm going to put up something that messes my entire feed up because I can and because no one's going to die if I do. I'm not going to go to jail if I do. Like, what is the consequence of posting a picture you actually want to post? What is the consequence? Like, I, I don't know. Here's the consequence. Not getting a lot of likes. That's, that's the only consequence, not getting a lot of likes. Do you really care? Really? I don't know. That's a conversation you got to have with yourself. But when I realized how much I cared, I decided no. And I started posting things that weren't filtered and weren't edited and weren't the best angle and weren't this and that because I cared more about the memory in the moment. And the last thing that I realized after doing that is doing what I'm just saying is people still liked me. People still followed me. People still, you know, like were my friend. It's like, we think we have to upkeep this image and this social lifestyle to have people like us, but really you are going to see people want to love and support the real you. And the only way we connect as humans is by being vulnerable and authentic. If I posted a picture saying, got this new amazing dress and I'm at this awards show, people would like it and think that was cool. But when I post a picture saying like, I was crying yesterday and this has been a really hard week and I'm struggling... People connect to that because we all experience that second thing. We all cry. Everyone has cried. Not everyone buys an expensive dress and goes to this fancy event. So when you're actually going to be your real self, however that looks, you're going to be connecting with more people on a deeper level and building even better relationships and having the people you want to like you actually like you. Yeah, maybe someone might unfollow you or they might not like your picture if it's not your booty in your pretty bikini on the, whatever. But do you even want those people to be your friends anyways? Like the people that are going to like your non-filter, non-edited picture are the people you actually want to be friends with. So it's like almost a way of now filtering your, your life and the people you talk to and you spend time with. And I had more respect and love and support from starting to be myself than I did when I was this Instagram obsessed, picture perfect wannabe person. So I don't even know how long I've been talking, but I hope that something I said today was interesting to you and maybe you could relate to it. And I just wonder what I would have thought if I had someone totally say exactly how I feel and kind of almost like call me on it, right? Like, I hope maybe you're sitting there thinking, yeah, why do I care about the likes? 
And that's a great question to ask yourself. And you should really sit there and ponder it and just have those conversations. The first thing you can do with yourself is have these conversations and start to challenge yourself to be better, be more aware and do things that are better for you. And the last thing I'll add is Instagram. It is obsessive. Like we all have our serotonin levels hooked to it. We have our happiness, all that stuff. So it's not a quick fix. I mean, I had an epiphany and I hope that my epiphany allows someone else to not have to have theirs as Janine Roth told me. But I think that you have to be patient and compassionate with yourself as you try to make these changes in your life. For example, maybe the first thing you can do is say, I have a really cool party coming up, a really cool birthday, whatever, and I'm not going to post an Instagram from it. You're going to live if you don't post that Instagram. And so now you're just allowing yourself as a baby step to dress up really cute and wear the outfit you want to wear and say, I'm just going to wear this for me and for this event I'm going to be at tonight, not for my Instagram. And that's the first step you can take. Another little step you could take would be don't edit your pictures on Facetune. Don't Photoshop them. And if there's a picture that you don't like and you want to Photoshop, just don't post that picture. So now you're just saying like, okay, you know, I don't know, having an aesthetic feed is important to me, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a rule. No picture I post though is going to be Photoshopped. And so you can have these baby steps of like working towards maybe the the person or the change you want to be. It was not easy for me in the beginning to do this. I remember being at parties and when all of the girls, cause like it's hard, right? When you want to make these changes, but all of your friends don't want to. And so now you go to the party and they're all like, okay, let's go do photos. And so everyone like runs outside with their cameras and is taking different shots. That could be triggering, right? Because you are like, I don't want to be that girl anymore. Yet everyone is doing it. So maybe when that happens at the party, can you say, oh, I'm going to go inside and like make another appetizer. Can you like fix yourself another drink? Or is there a dog there that you can be like, oh, I'm just going to like play with the dog and I'm going to stay inside and I'll be, I'll be here when you guys get back. Like you don't have to tell them what you're doing. Um, or could you go to the bathroom and FaceTime your BFF who's not there or FaceTime your mom or something and just be like, oh, the party's been going great. People are taking pictures right now. I just like didn't want to take any. So like, what are you doing at dinner right now? And like, I don't know, just kill 10 minutes. But there are ways you can start to become the person you want to be. And I think that it's so powerful. My life has changed in so many ways and my self-love and my self-worth and the way I view myself has changed as well. I posted recently a bunch of pictures I facetuned. I posted the facetune picture with the original picture. And I posted that to my Instagram, Victoria Garrick, and you can see all those changes. And as I look back on the pictures I edited, I cannot believe I thought that I didn't like quote unquote look good. I didn't look thin enough, but I was so skewed. My way of thinking was so off and just like wrong because of this subconscious, you're not good enough. You can always be skinnier. You can always be tanner. You can always be prettier and better. So I could never appreciate myself for who I, who I was. And now I really can see myself in a much better light. And I think I'm beautiful no matter what anyone else thinks. And that's a place that I really want all women and all girls to get to. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hashtag Real Pod. I hope you enjoyed this solo spill of, you know, why I don't edit my Instagram photos anymore. 
I am wishing you the best rest of your week. And I hope that maybe you branch out and you post a little hashtag real post this week, inspired by the podcast, inspired by making the change. And if you do make sure you tag me because I would love to see it, like it and comment and just sort of connect with you and just cheer you on as you start to make these changes. Make sure if you like this podcast that you rate it and you leave a comment or you leave a review on the podcast. That would be amazing. I would really appreciate it. And you can follow at RealPod on Instagram to stay up to date. I hope you guys have the most amazing unphotoshopped and unfiltered week.